Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and this is Faith School. Faith School is the place where my spirit is fed. My faith grows stronger, and I learn how to be an overcomer. Faith is something you learn about. It's something you grow in. Um, the scripture talks about uh, our faith grows exceedingly, and our love abounds. Faith is not a static thing. It's not just this super mysterious thing that uh, nobody can know about or that God just, you know, gave some people a lot of faith and other people just hardly have any and we don't know why. It's just one of those mysterious things. No, no. Uh, the Lord has given to every person a measure of faith. And if you will feed it and if you will use it, it will grow. And so one of the purposes of faith school is to feed it. Hallelujah. And also there'll be opportunities where we exercise faith. Actually in the middle of the class, the Lord will prompt us from time to time and we'll just stop and we'll release faith. We'll release it in our words or in some other kind of action. But this is how faith grows. This is how faith develops. It's fed and it's exercised. So get your Bible, get something to make a note with. Come on into the class with us. Uh, put everything aside. Don't try to do other things while you're doing this. Give this your full attention. Come on into the class and let's uh, believe the Lord for exactly what he would give us today. Father, we thank you so much for your graciousness, for your faithfulness, for your kindness. It is because of your mercies that we have not been destroyed already, but you have sustained us and you have kept us and you have spared us uh, so many times, more than we know. And we thank you that you will continue to sustain us until we run our race and finish our course and come to be with you and into the next things that you have for us. But walking this life of faith right now uh, we know it needs to be fed. It needs to be developed. So we ask for utterance. We ask for anointing. We ask for revelation. We ask for the working and moving and guiding of your spirit in all of our hearts and minds. And we know it's your will. So we know you hear us. So we know it's granted to us. We lay hold of it. We receive it. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Would you go to our great textbook, the Bible, to uh, three openings today, uh, Matthew 9, Mark 5, and Luke 8. For some time we have been uh, dealing with a subject we're calling faith for healing, faith for healing. And there are about 20 accounts of individuals recorded uh, that some detail about their, their healing recorded in the gospel accounts, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And we're taking them one by one. We've already looked at the healing of the leper. We looked at the healing of Peter's mother-in-law. 
We looked at the healing of the paralyzed man. We looked at the healing of the nobleman's son and the man with the withered hand and uh, the centurion's servant and Jairus' daughter. And now we're down to number eight, the healing of the woman with the issue of blood. Both uh, are all three, Matthew, Mark, and Luke recorded this. Same account, but each one gives a little different uh, detail about it. It all agrees perfectly because truth has to agree. Uh, and yet you, you have to read them all or you'll miss uh, a part of it. So beginning in Matthew 9, Matthew 9 and 20, it says, Behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. Uh, how many believe that the Word of God is God-breathed, inspired by God, by the Spirit of God? This is not just a book like other books. These words are inspired of God, and they are living. The Word of God is alive, quick, and living, the Scripture says. And the reason I say that is because every word is significant. There, there are no filler words. <laughs> there are no vague, uh, you know, that's kind of what the Lord meant. No, he got it perfect. <laughs> when he spoke it, it was perfect. Now, that doesn't mean, doesn't mean every translation is perfect because this is, you know, men are involved. But the original language and each word is significant, which is why we, we don't want to miss a one. Notice it said uh, she was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years, came behind and touched the hem of his garment. Is that significant? Every word is significant. For she said within herself, if I may touch, uh, but touch his garment. So she's saying that she didn't necessarily have to touch him, his skin, uh, an arm or a leg or whatever, if she could just touch his clothes. Can you see that? If I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. Notice again the, uh, how definite faith speaks. Huh? With certainty with assurance. Uh, another word for faith is confidence. Uh, Hebrews 11.1 1 gives us a definition of faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. That word can be translated confidence. It's the confidence of things hoped for or the confidence of things expected. Uh, confident expectation is a definition of the Bible word hope. Did this woman confidently expect that uh, in, in making contact with Jesus' person somehow, even just the edge of his clothes, <laughs> right? Did she have a confident expectation? Well, it's recorded right here. I shall be whole. I shall be. I shall be. Now, religion 
will teach you something else. Religion will teach you that you just never know what God's going to do. And religion will teach you that you need to uh, sit down and be quiet and just leave it up to God and see whatever He wants. And well, how will I know what He wants? Well, whatever happens, that was what He wanted. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> if, that, if that's true, why even read all of this? Why have any of this in the Bible? Right? No. Uh, we're given this so we can learn and we can have light and we won't be confused and we won't be deceived and we won't be misled and we will see what she did to get this amazing result. And we'll realize other scriptures tell us that God never changes and he's no respecter of persons. So if we'll do today the kind of thing she did then, we'll get the same kind of results today, right? That she did then. Uh, but she was definitely not ambiguous. She was not uh, undecided. She was not wavering. She was definite. Can you see that? Yes, definite. I shall be whole. Everybody said out loud, I shall be whole. Now she's saying that in connection with her point of contact where she's going to release her faith. Faith is not an imaginary force. It's very real. It is a real force. And faith comes by hearing. We'll see in just a moment. Uh, it's in one of the other passages. It said, uh, when, when she heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind. That's where she got her faith. When she heard about the things that Jesus was doing. But just because faith comes, that doesn't mean there's going to be any miracle. Y'all with me, friends? Because that faith must be released. It must be acted on. In fact, just hold your place here and go with me over to the book of Acts. Acts, the 14th chapter. And you'll see this very clearly. Acts 14. Actually, at some point, we, uh, we may study this healing as well, but we got to get through our, our, our first 20, right? <laughs> uh, Acts 14 and 7 says, there they preached the gospel. Well, if they preached it, then people heard it, and that's how faith comes. And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. So he was born with some kind of deficiency, deformity, and could not walk. He's an adult man now, but he's never taken a step. But he is sitting, he's sitting there, laying there, where, uh, where Paul is preaching the gospel. And so he heard the gospel. He heard the good news. The same heard Paul speak who Paul steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed. Just stop right there. Does the man have faith to be healed? Yes. Well, the Bible said he did. Uh, Paul perceived it. He detected it and was aware of it. 
And of course, there's a crowd of people there. So something caused this man to stand out to Paul. He took note of him. And the Spirit, no, spirit of God, no doubt. But uh, he, could, he could see faith on him. He could see faith in his face. He could, he could see it. But if you stop right here, is the man healed? No. Does he have faith to be healed? Yes. And is not healed? Right. Can you have faith to be healed and yet not be healed? Yes. Can you see what we're talking about? Faith must be released. Faith must be acted on. And so we see the very next verse, Paul helps the man to act on his faith. Because only then will there be a manifestation of power. So the man is, is sitting there. It, it, isn't this amazing and interesting that the man is sitting there with faith to be healed in him. And yet there's no change in his body yet. No change. But then Paul, perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice. Loud. So why, why would he do this? The, some motivation. Stand upright on your feet. He said to the man. <laughs> and he leaped and walked. The power manifested the moment he acted in faith. Oh, glory to God. The power manifested the moment he acted in faith. Glory to God. He wouldn't have had any faith had he not heard Paul preach the gospel. Now here's another great revelation. We know healing is part of the gospel. Because the Bible said he heard the gospel. And hearing what Paul preached as the gospel, the man got faith to be healed. Now you couldn't, be, you couldn't get faith to be healed if you heard that sometimes it's God's will for you to be healed and sometimes it's not. You could not get faith to be healed hearing that because you wouldn't know if you were one of the so-called lucky ones or not. But he must have heard what the scripture says, that Jesus not only bore our sins, but he took our infirmities and he bore our sicknesses and he carried our pains. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That this is part of the work of the cross and the cross is for everybody. And this is for every, and, and him hearing the good news about these things as he sat there hearing what Paul is preaching, faith came into him. He accepted it. He believed it. He received it, and faith rose up in him to be healed. But he still needed to act on this faith before there would be any manifestation of the power of God. And the Spirit of God prompted Paul to help him out. And so he called on him, and he said, get up, get, get up on your feet. Now see, it'd do no good to say that to somebody that didn't have faith to be healed. Are, are you with me? Or somebody that hadn't heard anything. Or somebody that heard it but didn't believe it. Didn't accept it. Reject it. But we see the same kind of thing. Go back to Matthew 9 now. With this woman with the issue of blood. She got faith to be healed from hearing about Jesus. 
she heard about the things uh, of Jesus. And so when she heard that, what, what did she hear? Well, we know from Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. She heard about healings. She heard about deliverances. She heard about miracles. And, and it struck her in such a way that she thought, well, me too. Me too. I, I just believe if I can get to him, and, and, and even if I just touch his clothes, I shall be whole. Somebody say, I shall be whole. I shall, I shall be whole. No, no we're going to try it and see what happens. That's not faith because you're not yet convinced. She got convinced from what she was hearing. And one of the things she was hearing, we know from the other scriptures, is that everybody that touched got healed. <laughs> Everybody, he there were no unlucky ones. Everybody that was ministered to received. Well, why not her too? Why couldn't she be one of the many? And so she, she became convinced, I can be. And, and so I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to him. And I, when I touch, I shall be, I shall be whole. She said within herself, if I may touch his garment, I shall be whole. Now, the other writers don't bring out that she said it within herself. So I, you'd have to add to the scripture to say that she made any audible statement. Can God hear you if you speak in your heart? Huh? Apparently so. Right? Obviously so. She said within herself, if I may touch his garment, I shall be whole. And, but Jesus turned him about when he saw her and he said, daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. Oh, somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, praise God. Um, she touched the hem of his garment. Let's go over to Mark 5 and verse 25. A certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus... That was when it all changed. She came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. Like we said, faith must come and it comes by hearing if you'll accept it. But then, well, let, me, let me say it like this. When the anointed word is taught and preached, faith always comes. Always. It's always there. It always comes, but you can reject it. You can refuse it. God's not going to force anything on anybody. But even though faith comes, you do believe it, you do receive it, you do accept it. 
faith still must be released. It must be released through word and deed, word and action. Well, speaking is an action. And we looked at last week about how James talked about that, that faith without an action is dead. Just like the, the body without the spirit is dead, faith without an act or doing something is dead. Well, speaking is doing something. And speaking is your number one action, but it's not the only action. But can you see, how did this woman release her faith? We saw her faith come when she heard about the things that were happening with Jesus. But then uh, she could have uh, sat at the house and, and said, you know, I believe in this healing. Man, I believe in Jesus' ministry. I'm telling you, that's the real thing. That's the real thing. And I believe it. I be Man, you hear about all those people getting healed over there? She could have believed it and sat at the house and never got anything. Can you see that a lot of folks are in that case right now, today? Uh, they, they believe it, but they haven't acted on anything. They haven't, they're, they're not releasing their faith. And so she, she believed it. She became persuaded to the point that she's ready to act on it. She, she is so convinced, she is so fully persuaded about this, well, if I really believe that, why don't I get myself down there, right, and get this healing? And so she releases, she begins to release her faith with her mouth. Can you see that? With her words. I'm going to go touch uh, if it's just the, the border of his clothes. And, and, and when I touch, I shall be whole. Hallelujah. Doesn't that stir your spirit when you hear it? Why? Because that's real faith. When I touch, I shall be whole. When I touch, I shall be whole. That was her first action. And so faith is being released. But then she's got to follow up with what she said. She said, when I touch. And so she had to press through that massive crowd that was, uh, one translation said it was suffocating type crowd. It was a mass of people that were pressing into each other. And in her, in her weakened condition, it's quite a feat, right? That she managed to, to work her way through this jam-packed crowd and get to Jesus. And she did, and she, she, she got the edge of his clothes, and when she did, that was it. That was it. She, can you see, she released her when she touched. For her, that was her point of contact when she's going to believe, that's it. It comes to me. It comes to me. And when she did that, it did come to her. The power of God flowed to her and changed her body. Why would the Lord have all this recorded for us? Why? Does it mean anything for us? Is it available to us? Hmm? Can, can we have faith today? Can, can we release our faith today? Will the power of God manifest today? Hmm? I'm looking at the whole class, the big class everywhere. Huh? Will the power of God manifest in your town, in your country 
in your generation, in your house, in your body, somebody said out loud, I have faith, I have faith. in the power of God. Power of God. Hallelujah. 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 We, we believe in what the Bible says about faith and what it will do. And we believe in what the Bible says about the anointing and about the power of God and about what it will do. Thank you, Lord. Keep reading. It says, uh, verse 27, when she had heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his garment. Uh, and again, if you'll notice, the language is very specific that she never actually touched Jesus' skin. She didn't touch uh, his bare foot or, or leg or his arm. She only touched his clothes, uh, his garment. Verse 28, for she said, is saying involved in faith. Oh, this, and you, it, it's, it's all the time. How do you get born again? Does anybody know? By grace, through faith. Well, what, what does that faith look and sound like? Romans 10 tells you, if you'll believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, and if you will confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord, you'll be saved. So you wouldn't have done that unless you had heard about Jesus and heard about the gospel, and that's when faith came. But you, even though you, you could have heard it, on TV, uh, the internet, you could have gone to a church service and heard the most wonderful gospel message about Jesus saving preached, and you could have left uh, without responding and said, you know, I believe that. I, I believe every word of that. And, and leave lost. Is that true? You can say, I, you know, I believe, I believe God is real. And yeah, that sounds right to me. That uh, about him sending his son, and yeah, but how many understand? You could say that and be sincere and leave lost because you've got to take a step of faith and receive him as your Lord, and, and make the act of faith and confess him. Is that right? With your mouth as your Lord. And if you've never done that and you're watching with us right now, there won't be a better time than right now. Don't wait another second. Everybody said out loud, Father God, Father I, believe in you. I believe in you. You are the creator. You are the creator. I, believe you sent your son I believe you sent your son to die on the cross, die on the cross. and to pay for all my sins. Every failure, every, failure. Every, mistake. every mistake, and I also believe, I also believe that you have raised him from the dead, and he is alive right now. Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I confess you as my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for washing me. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you meant that from your heart, something amazing just happened in you. A miracle of miracles because you did have faith and you did release your faith. It is so good 
to be saved. Hallelujah. Uh, our time's up again uh, for this session. But as you can see, we've got a lot more to get into. Come back with us tomorrow. We'll see you soon here in Faith School. I've got no Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390.